0: Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690 300. Manx Radio's update with Andy Wint.
1: Fast my good evening, it's half past five. This is Update for Thursday, December 7th, 2023. From Manx Radio, 30 minutes, looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Background to that news and sport, business, sea watch, travel updates, and the newsmakers in person. This evening, the fatal air crash was likely deliberate. scallop Management Board of Restricted Vessels off the south coast. Laxey Beach is in better shape to combat coastal overtopping challenging how we think about dementia and boxer jade burden's professional license perhaps later this month man benham for all your business and legal needs First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the Update News headlines.
2: Fastamai, Christian Jones. Fastamai, a report by the Air Accidents Investigation Branch into a fatal plane crash in the south of the island earlier this year has found the incident is likely to have been deliberate. The investigation found no evidence of any technical faults that would have caused the collision at Bradahead in July. HSBC's announced changes to its operations, which has put almost 30 Manx jobs at risk. The bank is merging two expat customer support teams together, which will be run off-island. And the island schools will soon be subject to new Ofsted-adapted guidelines as part of efforts to encourage continual improvement within classrooms. Educators and the government have been in discussion for the past 18 months, with the first set of independent validators expected in Manx schools in July. In international news, Russian officials are describing UK allegations that Moscow's been using cyber attacks on emails to try and interfere in british politics is unfounded. The Foreign Office in London alleges there were attempts made to access the personal and business communications of well-known MPs, Lords, civil servants and even journalists. Boris Johnson says he did all he could to stop parties at Downing Street during lockdown, but he did admit to the COVID inquiry he could have told staff to be mindful of the rules and it's emerged during a separate legal case that storing PPE is costing the UK taxpayer £3.2 million a year. supplies were bought by the UK government during the pandemic. Those are the update news headlines next at six. Secure
0: tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing.
1: Goromayad, thank you, Christian, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. The word is strong to gale force winds as a warning in the North Irish Sea. State of sea, rough, becoming moderate. And the weather this evening on the Isle of Man. the rain will clear away as that strong wind veers southerly and eases back. Then some clear intervals after dark, uh, showers overnight, and minimum seven degrees. Pochahenia, Friday cloudy with scattered showers and a fresh to strong south southwesterly, up to 11 degrees tomorrow, down to 8 through the night. Into Saturday, start of the weekend, rain first thing, clearing to sunny intervals, isolated breezy showers, top temperature of 11 degrees. Tides on the way back in, high water 3 minutes past 7 tonight, low tide 17 minutes before 2 a.m., High
0: water 2 minutes past 8 tomorrow morning and sunrise 23 minutes past 8. Manx Glass & Glazing are able to offer an emergency out-of-hours boarding-up service. Call 491918. The Manxman's going tonight. By
1: the way, there are no delays at Ronaldsway Airport and we've still got that yellow weather warning for heavy rain. A report by the Air Accidents Investigation Branch into a fatal plane crash in the south of the Isle of Man earlier this year has found the incident is likely to have been deliberate. The investigation has found no evidence of any technical faults that will have caused the collision at Bradderhead on the 17th of July. The story from Sean Cowper.
3: The AAIB's findings show the 64-year-old pilot arrived at Ronaldsway on the morning of the crash before taking off from the airport at 11.30am. Data and witnesses report the Cessna aircraft followed a relatively constant rate of descent before striking the cliff face shortly before midday. CCTV in Port Erin also suggested the flight was under control before the collision. Investigations revealed the pilot had been suffering from sleep issues and anxiety ahead of the incident and had been prescribed medication to alleviate the symptoms. The report states he had not declared the these difficulties to his aeromedical examiner, and several phone calls made during the flight indicated the pilot did not intend to return from the flight. Examination of the wreckage confirmed there was no evidence of pre-impact failure in the flying control cables, all major components were present, the engine contained oil, and there was a significant amount of fuel present. As a result, the AAIB concludes it is likely the accident was a deliberate act. The coroner of inquests opened and adjourned proceedings into the of 64-year-old Carl Bettany following the incident.
1: It may not seem like it, but the weather is getting better. There's plenty of travel disruption across the Isle of Man today. That yellow weather warning in place for much of the day. Uh, Siobhan has that detail.
4: Ronaldsway Met Office issued a yellow weather warning for heavy rain early this morning, which came into force at 10am and remained in place until 4. Outbreaks of rain turned heavy and persistent from mid-morning, widely giving 10 to 20mm across the island. We were warned it could lead to difficult driving conditions with areas of standing water, as well as a risk of localised flooding. It impacted several services, including the Northern Civic Immunity Site, which was promptly closed due to the weather. Travel off the island was also up in the air first thing, as the morning's manxman sailing was cancelled. It meant the return leg, due to leave Haysham at 2.15pm, was also dropped. Then came the message from the Isle of Man Post Office that mail delivery would inevitably be impacted. They said inbound mail which arrived yesterday evening would be processed for delivery as normal but there would be no inbound mail this evening so any that was due to arrive would have to be brought on the next available sailing. Elsewhere, Ronaldsway Airport faced its own disruption early on as the airfield was closed until 9.05am. It was due to unexpected sickness affecting the air traffic control team there.
0: Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. A restricted
1: area off the south of the Isle of Man has been closed to fishing vessels by the Scallop Management Board. The decision's been made at the request of the fishing industry. Uh, Simon Richardson with that story.
5: The Braddor restricted area covers around 12 square kilometres and fishing vessels were only allowed to catch scallops in the zone for one day per week. Dr David Beard of the Isle of Man Fish Producers Organisation told Manx Radio that time restrictions were imposed because the area has a high density of juvenile scallops. Catch rates since the area was opened have been extremely high, with all local vessels taking advantage of the permitted one-day-a-week fishing time. As a result, it was felt the area needed time to recover after a period of intensive fishing. Dr Beard says the bradder-restricted area will reopen sometime in the new year, probably in March. The King and Queen scallop fisheries have enjoyed bumper catches this year in terms of both quantity and quality. It follows the rigorous enforcement in recent years of strict conservation measures aimed at securing the fishery for years to come.
1: Later this month, Manx boxer Jade Burton's ex- expected to get her licence to become the Isle of Man's first ever professional female boxer. The Grenade has told Manx Radio what it'll mean for her and what it could mean for the sport as a whole on the island.
6: Oh, it's massive. You know, I don't do things by halves. Once I'm in, I'm in. So, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really hungry. I'm driven. I, I can't wait. And to be honest with you, I think the pro style is more suited to me. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever won a first round, to be honest. So when I know I've got a 10 round, there's obviously uh, a few more rounds to be picked up then. But no, I'm just really excited, excited for what opportunities may come. Yeah, and I'm ready to take them with both hands. I think it's just going to be a learning experience to start off with. Obviously, as like a massive stylistically, it's, it's there's a big change going from amateurs to pro. You know, I was at elite level in boxing, so I was doing like three three-minute rounds. I'm going to go back down to twos it's all about kind of pacing it out but yeah I think as well just to begin obviously I'm going to have to base myself here I'm going to be training at the same gym as, as Jamie in Liverpool so there will be travel each week but look you've got, to, you've got to take these opportunities if you don't then you'll never know what happens at the end of it so yeah I'm all in I think it's a good time to get into it now because it's thriving you know there's so many opportunities for women in professional boxing now and obviously if you play your cards right and take the opportunities it could you know it's obviously like a, a chance to change your life as well and also put put the Isle of Man on the map as well, just to show that, you know, we do have some good boxes over here and what we're doing is, is right. So, um yeah, it, it's massive. So hopefully it was 2023 coming up to 2024. It's mad to think that no female from the island has done it yet but it just kind of shows where we're at doesn't it um, and then hopefully in a couple of years to come it gives another young female obviously the the chance to do it and know that they can do it so i think that two weeks ago now i got invited over to the interview and then i got told on the day that i will be granted my license once they meet again in a couple of weeks time and then after that i've just got to obviously get the medical done which i'll have just before christmas and then we can move forward <laughs>
0: Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company So
1: the 8.45 this morning Manxman didn't go to Hisham consequently didn't come back She's in Douglas Harbour now will be departing this evening at 7.45 arriving in Hisham at about half past 11 The O215 departure for Manxman gets back to Douglas at 6 tomorrow morning and tomorrow
0: morning's departure is 8.45 Manxman to Hisham Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information
1: Stones have been removed from Laxey Beach by the Department of Infrastructure to help lessen coastal overtopping in the village. GAF Commissioner Melanie Christian says the local authority has been lobbying the government to do beach management for a long time.
7: Well, we obviously had Storm Debbie uh, a few weeks ago and as a result of that a lot of the stones moved completely away from the north end of the beach to the point where you walk down the steps and literally there was a big gap stepping onto the beach as a result of the, the storm. So the local residents then reported that when the waves hit the wall it's because of the void and the lack of stones it's compromising the strength of the wall. So the DOI have now decided to move the stones from the south end of Laxey Beach up to the north end to try and protect the wall and the road underneath. As my understanding it was the DOI who decided to do that because it's a little bit of a a grey area the commissioners own the beach but the DOI own the wall and the road Um, so it's just making sure the integrity of that wall is kept safe. It is linked to it because obviously the commissioners welcome the Department's initi- initiative to look forward to seeing if it's successful in moving these stones and protecting the wall. Uh, local residents do report that when the stones weren't there, there was a big vibration against the wall and that they, they felt their properties were actually shaking from the waves. So having the stones there sort of lessens the energy from the waves and eases the vibration. So we obviously want to work with the DOI in limiting that, um, but it definitely does seem there needs to be something done in that area long term. I think it's just everyone's really observation. I think particularly on. After Storm Debbie, you know, I walked down the beach myself a few days later and noticed that a lot of the stones had moved. Residents then reported about this vibration against the wall and there was also a feeling that when the stones aren't there, more debris it does appear to be thrown up onto the road after sort of high, high tides and bad weather. Manx
0: Radio Business Briefing. At 18 minutes
1: before 6, Games Workshop, the Nottingham-based manufacturer of miniature war games, announced today that its staff are set to receive a nice Christmas bonus as a citrus. Centric- since the last update in September has been in line with expectations. Games Workshop said it expects pre-tax profit no less than £94 million pounds compared with £83.6 million last year. Under its profit share scheme, the company pays £2,500 in cash to each employee in December for their contribution to its performance. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. McDonald's has announced the details of its new retro-style restaurant item. Idea. It's going to be called CosMC's Or Cosmics, Which will operate like Starbucks and Costa Coffee A pilot focusing on hot and cold Speciality drinks is due to open In Bolingbrook in Illinois uh, Near the fast food's giant headquarters Later this week And ten more opening in Texas next year McDee's plans to open another 10,000 sites globally by 2027, many of them in China The expansion will boost The number of its stores to about 50,000 The new Cosmix Will serve people with a sweet tooth, selling items such as the churro frappe, that Spanish donut, and s'mores cold brew. S'mores are biscuits, chocolates, and marshmallows. There'll also be a small number of McDonald's staple food items on the menu, like egg muffin. The concept is McDonald's latest effort to try and crack the lucrative coffee market, especially in America, where six out of ten people drink at least one
0: cup every day. The Stock Market Report,
1: brought to you by Rams. Krukel. UK and European markets slipped, reversing gains seen in previous trading sessions. The yen staged its biggest one-day rally in almost a year. Oil reclaimed some ground and gold edged higher. The numbers from Ramsey Crookle at the close in London. The FTSE 100, fractionally down two hundredths of a percent, 7,513. The DAX in Frankfurt, down a tenth of a percent at the close at 16,637. And a short time ago, New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial, fractionally down again hundredths of a percent, 36,048. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index in New York, up a percentage point at 14,287. In the Midwest, in Chicago, the S&P 500, up half a percent at 4,574. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling, trading at 1 US dollar, 25.6 cents, and 1 euro, 16.5 cents. In commodities, gold's up just over a tenth of a percent at $2,027 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down a tenth of a percent at $74.17
8: you've got an investment plan yeah Mike set it up but don't you need a load of money to do that not this one it's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall and you pay in monthly as little as £100 so it's like saving regularly really helping us invest in the future for a house of the kids education £100 a month I could easily do that <laughs> you should the sooner you start the better
0: Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority.
8: This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast.
1: A Douglas man has been reminded to the Alabama prison after being accused of carrying out a number of serious sexual offences at Douglas Court. for X Radio Tessa Hawley.
8: John Paul Fail of Prince's Avenue appeared at Douglas Courthouse today. The 30-year-old is currently being held in custody at the Jerby facility and made his appearance in the summary court via live video link from there. He's been charged with raping a woman and the attempted rape of a woman between the 23rd and 26th of November. Those defenses can only be tried at the court of general jail delivery. Mr. Fale has also been charged with 3 counts of indecently assaulting the same complainant between the same dates. Not guilty pleas were entered to those charges which allegedly took place at his home address. A charge of displaying controlling or coercive behavior again towards the same woman between the 6th and 29th of November was also denied. Mr. Fale will stand trial at the court of general jail delivery, committal pres- Proceedings where the case is elevated to that court will take place on the 23rd of January. There was no application for bail and he was remanded until his next court appearance on the 4th of January next year.
9: Manx Radio, Sport. Faster My, Rob Pritchard. Faster My, good evening. Starting with motorsport and entries have now opened for the 2024 Isle of Man TT races. Riders and teams are now being invited to register to participate in the 103rd edition of the Snaefell Mountain Course event, taking place next year from the 27th of May to the 8th of June. Next year will again involve a 10 race programme, first brought in in 2023, beginning on the 27th of May with free practice and first qualifying, and concluding with the Senior TT on Saturday the 8th of June. The Senior TT and Superbike TT will provide competition for the Superbike Machines, whilst there's two races apiece across the schedule for the Superstock, Super Sport, Super Twin and Sidecar Classes. In hockey, Siena Dunn and England Under-21 squad now know who they'll face in the semi-finals of the 2023 Junior Women's World Cup. They'll take on the Netherlands in the last four tomorrow. It'll get underway from 6.15pm local time and 9.15pm UK time. It comes after England booked their place in the last four with a hard-fought 1-0 win over Germany yesterday afternoon. Former Valkyries player Dunn has featured in all four matches for England so far, which has also included group stage wins over New Zealand and the USA up to now. In football, the Isle of Man FA has confirmed the appointment of a new independent non-executive director to its board. Vicky Hotchkiss takes up the post and comes in with a background in the financial services industry. Her responsibilities will include playing a leading role in the association's diversity, equality and inclusion ambitions. And elsewhere in football, an update on changes to some of FC Isle of Man's fixtures in March. The club has confirmed their reschedule the scheduled away tie against Charnot Richard will now take place on Wednesday the 13th of March at 7.45pm at Mossy Park. Another tie has also been altered seven days later. The Ravens' previously postponed matches. at Erlen will now be held at the RG3 Digital Stadium on Wednesday the 20th of March also at
0: 745 <laughs> Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway, next it's the 7.30
1: EasyJet from London Gatwick, the 5-to-8 Logan Air from Liverpool returning patient transfer plane and then the 8 o'clock Logan Air from London City. They're all showing on time at band 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool and the 8 o'clock return EasyJet to London Gatwick. On the roads, temporary lights on the main road, you guessed it, at Colby, the junction with Ballack Ferrick Road for water main work in Port St Mary, temporary lights the bottom end of Beach Road for sewer lining work. In Sulby, the Clanner Road's closed for resurfacing and Douglas has still got Hillside Avenue closed through to Circular Road for adjacent office window replacement and a section of Switzerland Road closed to November next year for construction work. Temporary Lights on Braddon Road between the Hospital and Strang Road, they're working on the pavements. The Key and Droquet Road in Andrus, closed in phases for water main work. Temporary lights on the Andreas Road, St Jude's to the north of St Jude's for patching work, and also temporary lights on the Dolby Road between Erie Cushlin and the Round Table for drainage work. The Aracy Road is closed from Glen May to the Shoulder Road for resurfacing, and south of Kirk Michael, closures on the Baller Road for water main work.
0: Keyside Tires and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with
5: Keyside!
0: The team at a
1: Manx legal company is challenging misconceptions about dementia. The team at Man Benham have been raising awareness about and money for Alzheimer's Society and senior private client lawyer Patrick Swaney also volunteers for the charity as a dementia ambassador.
10: One of the, the key parts in the information session that I talk about is negative words attached to the word dementia and most people say it's old people, it's losing your mind, it's forgetfulness, wrong other than well you can still contribute to society there's still more to the person than than the disease that you can still um, contribute and live a full life but what that person needs is help and understanding really adaptations at that time as well um, to help them just as any person with any disability it is if you highlight the disability of that person and all of us a sudden say you can't possibly do this because you have such and such a disability then it actually increases sees their disability then so I got personally involved when um, a relative of mine was diagnosed with with dementia and I just wanted to help out in any way that I could and then ended up really enjoying it more than anything and it ended up I was happy to volunteer I was happy to do the talks and happy to share a bit of knowledge with with other people um, at at the same time and it also from from my own personal point of view in, in advising my clients as a lawyer it's really helped them be Because I'm able to give a slight, slightly more of an insight into additional planning and help that they can get rather than just the normal uh, lawyer's approach.
0: (music) Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. The Isle of Man schools
1: will soon be subject to new Ofsted adapted guidelines as part of an overhaul of the review system. For the past 18 months, the government and educators have been involved in discussions on how to best drive continual improvement in classrooms without subjecting
2: them to Ofsted inspectors or collating league tables. As Christian Jones. From January, schools will follow new guidelines, which are effectively an adapted version of the UK's inspection requirements, with independent validators carrying out reviews in July. Critics have previously called for more data to be made available in the form of league tables, but it seems despite this new framework being put in place, the department remains against the idea of compiling league tables, saying it doesn't effectively measure success in a school. Commenting on suggestions of using education as a way of attracting more people to the island, researcher David Watts thinks it might be a struggle without the data. You just can't
11: get that here. And if parents say doing their research from the UK have got to go through 32 primary school websites, 5 secondary school websites, the desk website, they can't submit freedom information requests because they're not under man residents. And because we don't even have really sophisticated metrics that are comparable with the UK, we only measure the number of pupils that get, for example, 5 GCSEs at A star to C, including English and mass. That's meant to be our gold standard. To many parents it should be the bare minimum, I would suggest. It's a very difficult job and I think if I was relocating here now there's no way I would consider the Isle of Man based on an educational point of view. Isle of Man, you know, it does struggle academically in my opinion and I really do wish the desk would be open and transparent with parents and enable, I think parents, anyone who wants to move here or anyone who lives here, a parent should have a one-stop portal where they can go and compare school A against school B because don't forget there's a postcode catchment area system here. All we get is the brochures from the schools and the quality of the school websites is so variable if you're wanting to sell the island you've got to have somewhere where potential relocators can access that
1: information. Manx Utilities have submitted a planning application for a new sewage
12: treatment works in Peel. The details from Lewis Foster. It's the latest step in plans to stop untreated sewage being pumped out to sea in the Western Bay once and for all. In an update, the authority says the application documents have been finalised and were submitted on the 30th of November. They were due to be submitted earlier in the month, with Peel commissioners saying they were disappointed after delays. The new proposed site is situated in fields close to the Heritage Trail and adjacent to Peel Power Station. Plans went on display in August. It says the submission is now undergoing final checks by the planning department before they make them available for public access. The application includes a comprehensive environmental impact assessment, flood risk assessment, a statement of community involvement and a road safety audit report, amongst others, it says. Glen Faber and Peel MHK, Kate Law Brennan reacted to the update saying, "Finally, a planning application has been submitted. The agreement to purchase land is subject to planning permission being received and pre-application discussions with key parties have been going on for a while." A Manx Utilities representative has previously told Banks Radio that they hope to have spades in the ground on the site in 2024. Construction is expected to take around 18 months to 2 years from that point.
1: That's it for Update Tonight. Compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department, thanks to newsreader Christian Jones, producer Amy Griffiths. After the news at six, Marilyn Crelance here with Shaq Lay, the Manx language programme. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley, 6.30, a little like music with Morris tonight at nine, and I'll be back tomorrow at 5.30. W-I-N-T
8: Happy Christmas from Manx Radio.